G'day guys, welcome to episode 30 of All Things Kings. Karen, Brad. how are you going? Oh, good. Sorry, I cut you off there a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it's all good, mate. It's all good. <laughs> Don't do it again. It's my podcast. Um, that's our podcast. You think 30 episodes in, I get it right. But Yeah, no. Well, I mean, we, we, did, we did say last week we were going to do the Q&A, but we've, yeah. uh, we've decided to push that back. Indeed. Indefinitely. Maybe yeah. a week. <laughs> we Maybe really longer. Know. Yeah, but no, we, um, we had a pretty good guest come, come to our doorstep this weekend, yeah. so we thought... Um, we can't let that go. So we'll get we'll get to that later. But yep. first of all, we're going to mention our sponsor. A yeah. big news today. Big, big news. Absolutely. Because we've renewed our sponsorship for the rest of the season yeah. with Rick's Eyewear. Yeah. Which is absolutely <laughs> massive. It is massive. So 25% off the entire full-priced range with All Things Kings discount code. Yep. Our boy Tommy Sheridan at Rick's Eyewear. We love Shout him. Shout out, Tommy. We? Yep. I have to have a chat to him sometime soon. No, I keep in touch with him. So. Yeah, keep in touch, yeah. Just <laughs> you bring pa- pass on anything you need, Brads. Yeah. I'll, I'll get in touch with him. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. No, we love Tommy and Rick's we, eyewear. We so. do, we do. So get on there, buy some sunnies because um, why not? Because it's middle winter. Why not? To- Tommy actually did um, put up a story last night about the Clayton Blue Lights. He did. Why wouldn't you get one? I don't know. I use them every day. I use them every single day. I'm wearing them right now. Me too. I look great. So um, definitely hit up Rick's Eyewear for all your eyewear needs because you won't be disappointed. You won't be at all, mate. Um, so not much housekeeping this week, just the quiz night coming up on June the 6th. Yep. Should so be a good night. It's going to be a good night. We've got our ta- have we got our table sorted? No, nah, but I'm sure we'll be on the table. I think Steve sort of set us up with the table. Oh, did he? Yeah. Like, there's a few of us anyway. Did you get Pathen and Haz on? Yeah, Pathen and Haz are in there, I'm pretty sure. But we'll, I'll talk to Steve about that. But They better be. It's another Karen and Alex corner there. So, sorry, guys. Some <laughs> <laughs> riveting audio there. But no, <laughs> yeah, definitely get involved because that's going to be such a good night. $25 for ind- individual tickets. Yep. And then... And then some amount bit cheaper if you get a whole no, table. Thirty dollars individual tickets. Twenty five. Twenty f- and two hundred fifty for ten tickets. Yeah, which equals twenty five each. Perfect. We got there. Yeah. But no, um, definitely get that because that, that's gonna be a great night. And get your parents involved and too. BYO food, but buy, buy their drinks. Buy available. All right, and um, let's just go on to our King Andrew of the week. I'll start off with your King of the Week first of all. Yeah. So King of the Week this week, mate, is um. The king himself. The king himself. Chris Taylor. King Chris Taylor. Why is that, Cass? Um, Because he pulled on the boots for the D grade, mate. He did. I think it's been a few years since he's he's laced up. He so has. A star back in his day. He was. He yeah. was. So it's and bloody good to see him get back. Fir- kick the first goal of the game. Did he? He did. Well he done, did. CT. So yeah, good, good to see that from CT. I, I don't know how much more he's going to be out in the field this year because um, you know, obviously his body... Limits him, but um, and, no, he's, and he's also a football operation yeah, manager, so, so <laughs> don't know how much you can play with yeah. that. <laughs> no, it's good to see that CT, and congrats, mate, because I know you have been missing out for a while now, and you've been pretty keen to get, get out there so for a long time. So good well on you, done. mate. Well and um, to my trip of the week, it, it's a pretty easy choice this week. Yeah, who is it, Brad? Had to be, had Indulge. to be myself. Had to be myself <laughs> for yeah. the second time this year. Why is that? Um, because I didn't play on the weekend. Yep, you didn't. It was my birthday. It was your birthday. Not for that. I didn't play it for that reason. But oh, um, are you sure? <laughs> you told me that you wanted to go out to dinner. You had a you had a four thirty booking. Four thirty. Yeah, because it's Somebody's a playing at three thirty. Because it's a really expensive restaurant. Yeah. And you said that's the only time you can get in. So <laughs> true. I'm not. You're not lying there, guys. No, I'm you're not. not lying at all. Not, not even a week. No, but you were there. looking good, Brad. I was looking very, very good in my new in my new POSSC t-shirt that I picked up from Powerhouse Sports. Yep. Just early that week, but to, no, um, yeah, gotta give it to myself. Well done. Buy myself a beer on Saturday night, but That's yeah, very good. 
<laughs> but yeah, let's get into the games this weekend, mate. Why don't I start off with the D grade? Yep. Start us off, mate. So the D grade faced P-A-O-C-F-C. Not sure who that is, but... Prince Alfred College, Old Collegians Football Club. Who? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know P-A-C-R. Yeah, so um, a massive start from the boys here. Six goals straight at quarter time, 36, to two goals, four, 16. It's a pretty decent PIC wow. team. But, um, geez, PIC chipped, chipped back into the game. They fi- did. Finishing off Victor's 11-15-81 to, to the Kings. No, to PIC, sorry. To 8-4-52 to the Kings. So, a rough loss to the boys. Not but st- still in touch for finals from what I hear. And also, a pretty hot game from what I understand. Bit fiery, so, yeah, was it? So, <laughs> so Youngest is his boyfriend. Yes. Plays for that, that team for PAC. Shout out Paul. He lives, he lives Paul, Charles. Charles. <laughs> lives just here on Gers Road, actually. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Seems silly not to play out here then, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> a little bit. I've told him that a few times. But no. Um, he played against the boys and apparently Sneedy gave him a good ball <laughs> in the guts. Great stuff, Sneedy. <laughs> so he came to my house on Sunday night. He's like, who's that guy with the shaved head? He's a dick. <laughs> that's Sneedy. Like, no, that's Sneedy. He's, he's the man. Don't ever say that again about exactly. him. But no, our goal kickers were Chrissy Taylor, of course, with the first goal. Petey Jones, free Pete with free one. Sneedy with one. Cam Andrews with two and Liam Doon. Big Doon let us matter. Doon. The saviour. The saviour. With three. <laughs> we're, still, we're still due for our kicking lessons with him. We are. Yeah, we are. Look forward to it. And our best players were Butters. Second week second week in a row for, for Butters. Yep. Um, Charlie Nicholas, your man. My man. Your man. You sit next to him at work? No, nah, he sits behind me actually. Oh, yeah. talk all the time? Oh, we talk a bit. Yeah. yeah. Lots of work to be done, mate. Yeah. Lurch Malloy in at third best. Sneeders put himself at second <laughs> <laughs> no, he hasn't, up. but he kind of has. And Elliot Thompson, what's his nickname? Bomber Thompson. Bomber. <laughs> I heard another weird one. No, <laughs> at the Kenzie, they yeah, said. Yeah, I've heard. Said, I've heard one really. They weird. said someone is it Shagger? You no, know, something weird. <laughs> and they said they said two really weird nicknames. And I looked at someone. I looked at Duff. I was like, "Who's that?" And Duff goes, "Bomber." I'm like, "Who?" It's like Elliot Thompson. To be fair, we can't be. We are not in the position to pay anyone about weird nicknames, are we? Nah. <laughs> yeah, Kaz. <laughs> On to the C grade. Actually, no. Let's let's go to the D grade later. I've got that up here. Um. So they are currently sitting in eighth place. So they're just one win off fifth place, which is um, obviously the first finals position. Yeah. So they're, they're one win off third, actually. Yeah, Jesus. it's pretty good. Pretty close league here. Um, but no, a bit of work to do. But let's get, get there. Let's get to it. Should I get into C grade? Let's mate? do it. Let's do it. Um, I'd love to tell you the first three <laughs> quarters. <laughs> That's a fantastic graphic there, Yeah, Brad. thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Worked hard on that one. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, I'm, I'm, I could chase this up, but I'm not oh, going to. That's so funny. Well, it's too, fi- early, it was too I'll early in the I'll give you the final score, mate. Yeah, let's uh, do that. And it was a rough day for the, the boys. Great, the best team in Australia. Yeah. Might have been knocked off this week. Just once. That's all That's all they'll be knocked off just once. Um, final score, 6-7-43, Pembroke to 13-7-85. Smosh. Should we, head to the la- should we head to the ladder as well here? So, actually, no, we'll, we'll go through. Sure. Yeah, we'll go through. Yep. <laughs> we'll go through goalkeepers, mate. Um, one for Bichetti. Two for Love Day. Lovers. We love lovers. Yeah, we do. Two for Brennan. Lamont. Lamont. Lemsey. And two for the pimp of the club, Big Red Fred. (laughs) (laughs) He's a a pimp. What? He's a pimp. All right. He's a gangster. Would you mess with Fred McClure? (laughs) I wouldn't. He's been suspended. He's seen stuff. 
Oh my goodness. All right. That's his new nickname, Pimp. Okay, and going on going on to the best. Uh for the best we got um Orgs at fifth, Bichette's fourth, Swatala at third. Yep. Raz. That's the man Liz Tala. My right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was very confused for a second there. Yeah. Um Razzie in at second. Yep. And Sammy Harms. Sammy Harms. Yeah, the return. The return. Premiership hero. In at best. In at best. Had a day out from what I hear. But no, let's um, let's head to the ladder now. So, obviously, six wins and one loss for the Mm Seagrave, formerly known as the best team in Australia. Yep. Um, They've gone down to second place because Smosh are, of course, undefeated. But um, I I get the vibe. Next time they play him, they'll smoke him. They haven't signed stuff. They'll smoke him out. Yeah, a lot of outs to the Seagrave this week, so I wouldn't be too worried. But you know what? Probably a good loss to get. Get it out your system. All right, now let's head to the B grade, my beings. So uh, at the f- at the end of the first quarter, you know they were coming up against the sorry, they were coming up against the, another undefeated team in Smosh B yep. grade as well. Mm-hmm. So it was always going to be tight at the end of the first quarter. They're up by ten, and then um, pretty much stayed that level throughout until the last quarter, mm-hmm. when the boys kicked away pretty convincingly to come out fourteen five eighty nine. To the Kings to seven goals, seven forty nine. So that's a, that's a pretty decent win. Forty points. Very good win. Forty points, and it was it was just scenes scenes at the end of the last quarter there. Apparently, it was all mayhem. It was mayhem, absolute mayhem. My brother was getting your brother M- almost MMA kicked. <laughs> was got his leg broken. Yeah, but he had an open goal, which is Con- always good. Conor McGregor and um, that bloke got sent off, and then um, the ball didn't leave the four fifty. Like it didn't even go back to the middle to throw it up. Yeah, we just got free kick after free kick after free kick. So it was a pretty close game, but Smosh just. The wheels fell off, and not that we uh, ever bag another club breads, but uh, pretty, from pretty what I, from what I heard, it was I didn't get to say it, but from what I heard, it was um, quite embarrassing. Quite embarrassing for them. Quite so. embarrassing. So to all the Smosh people listening, cop that. Onto the goal kickers, our man Cairns Green with one that one. the infamous goal at the end, <laughs> <laughs> Goalgate, <laughs> Shingate, Paddy <laughs> Chapman with one, Tommy Daniel with one. Zach Poliak with yak three. attack. Yeah, <laughs> yak attack. And our man Tommy Evans Tucker with time. eight. And now, time. Did Jesus. you know? Now the leading goal kicker in the league. Really? Yeah. How's he going on snacks or snacks? Oh, he, he wouldn't be on there. No. Well, no, he wouldn't yeah. be on there. See the lead, leading goal kicker, kicker of the club. I wouldn't have thought. I think Ockers Force had a big day this week. Force had. Um, yeah, fair few. But now on the best on Woody in at fifth best, the Wood Duck, Oscar Sotala Big O. Big O. We do love Big O. Yeah. At fourth. Robert Robertson. Rob. <laughs> best. Rob, Rob Robertson. Rob, Rob Robertson. And uh, Mitch Kerno, Zuzi Boy in at second. And then Tommy Evans. Hard to go past him. Tuck time. Tuck dog in at number one. So congrats to the boys. Let's quickly check the ladder here. So they sit pretty nicely on top here. Mm-hmm. Win separates them and Smosh. And then Walkerville, two wins separate them and us in at first place so um we're doing pretty well we are and uh i think thinking another win this week against hope valley who are sixth so they're trying to get their bubble in they're trying to burst the bubble of the finals they're trying to get their bubble (laughs) they're trying to burst whatever that is um but no so a big big week this week and every week's a big week yeah yeah, another win chalk it up and um let's get on to the women's now i reckon should i pass this one to you or should i take it i'll take it i'll take it I made my way out to the women's game. Well done, mate. I did. I, I got there just at the end of the first quarter. 
to and the um, <laughs> speaking of <laughs> here we go. Speaking of the um, the towns, did you see the news story? Yeah, I, I saw that. Jeez, I saw that just the night before. Big, big, the girls were out there. Jeez, jeez, yeah, big going but on there. It was, it was a boundary opera as well. You know what that made me think of? When you boundary umpire <laughs> out there, unsafe place to boundary umpire Edwards Town. Yeah, anyway. and I, I did nothing wrong as well in that game, so that's fair. Enough. Town gate continues. <laughs> um, anyway, let's go to the women's game. So on Saturday I got out there for most of the game and at the end of the first quarter they're up seventeen to zero. Extended the lead twenty nine to zero. They were kicking pretty straight here actually. I was very impressed. And um forty seven to six at three quarter time and then fifty five to six at full time. What a win for the girls. That's a very, very interesting score. A pretty good Edwards Town team from what I saw. Yeah. Um some some pretty good play throughout the day. I thought the movement was very good compared to Last week, yeah, against Unley, yeah. So last week, mm, nah, yes, yeah. yes, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And um, the goal kickers were Sarah Malpass with one, Charlotte Nichols with one, Ago Emily Draper, Drapes with one, Lucy Hammond with two, and um, Grace Appleby with three. She was electric too. I was very impressed by her well watching the game. Um, Izzy Bernardi in at fifth best. Bernardi party, Bernardi party. Grace, at, I think it was. He's been out. He's twenty first on the weekend. Actually, happy birthday. Pretty flat. We didn't get an invite, but yeah. Even though we never spoke to her, but it's all good. Grace, I've been at fourth. Sarah Wallace, who came back this week and was excellent. From the doublers, from the doublers. Holly Cunningham in its second best, and Lily Latham, my girl from Seymour. Bog, first best. Congrats to Lily, and yeah, so a good win for the girls that sees them in second place in ladder behind Lockleys, who look like. Um, Look like they're going to be pretty hard to beat in the in the regular season. That is, in the yeah. regular season. That is because they are finals is a new ball. They game. are undefeated as it stands. But yeah, finals is a new ball game, of course. And you know we're, we're sitting in a good spot, of course, in second. So let's try um let's try keep going. How'd you get to the game on the weekend, bro? I to, drove to the Edwardstown game. Yeah, I drove. Really? Yeah, straight down. How'd Sophie road. get there? Probably walked. She walked. Yeah, because she lives around the corner. Makes sense. <laughs> anyway, bro. Moving on to the A grade, mate. Um. Tough game down at Smosh always is big yep. oval, big wind, oval, windy, and also fun fact for the listeners, my birthplace. Your birthplace? No, Smosh. not not my birthplace, <laughs> but I I I originate from Westlake, so. Oh yes, you're Westlake's boy. Yeah, you think, you think about going back there to your hometown oh, club? You know, <laughs> Eddie Korea. Westlake's born and bred, mate. Eddie Korea, your hometown club. Yeah, yeah. They always <laughs> want me back out there, so now it's good to get back out and see the fellas again. Um. <laughs> Moved over this side of town when I was one. Um, Did you used to live with Leighton Hewitt? I lived on, pretty, on the West Lake. Nah, I think that, I think that's one of those stories he gets. I think I probably said that once. But, I, think you, I think you did. But I think my grandparents at some point lived next to Leighton Hewitt's parents. Oh, okay, so you're close mates, pretty much. Yeah. You're almost brothers. Lele and I. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll move on to the, on to the game. Um, it was a great start from us, Brett. It was. It was hot. Um. It was very hot. Hot one way. Opening quarter, we were 34 to 1. So, oh, geez. Yeah, very convincing. Panic stations are smosh. Yeah, but they, <laughs> they, to their credit, they uh, pegged it back. They did. Um, some weird I, was getting, I was getting a little bit worried, yep. if I'm honest. Yep. Um, but then third quarter, the scoring end, we kicked away 74 to 50 at three quarters. What was the score at halftime, sorry? 48 to 40. Yep, Pembroke's eight points away. difference. Yep, eight points difference. Sorry, Brads. Um, three quarter time, 74 to 50. Yep. 
Kingsway. And then final score, mate, was 12-11-83. Let's Pembroke go. Pembroke to Smosh, 8-9-57. So, Let's go. Yeah, no, bread very good game from the boys in the end. Had a pretty average second quarter, to be honest. But bounced back. Um, good to see yeah, that. Got the job done, which is all that matters in the end. Against an interesting opponent. Um, moving on to the goal kickers, we had Dog with one. Dog. Roberts. Which Who's is Roberts? Rob Roberts. Harry Roberts. Oh, Harry Roberts. With one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Haz. Sorry, mate. Lockie Jones, two. <laughs> he getting any fights on the weekend? Oh, he almost. We had to pull him away from a couple. You um, LJ with two. Sorry. Yep, LJ, two. Um, the man that keeps getting bigger sticks <laughs> with two. He gets bigger every time I see him. And our boy Force was six in the end. So a good game from Forcey. Yep. Pretty um, good from Force. Yeah, pretty good. So do you reckon six is like ears and nose? Like, you know how they just never stop growing? That's his whole body. This is applied to his whole body. I bet you if you weighed sticks on a Tuesday when he came out <laughs> training on the third, like say, I, let's just say he's he'd be he'd be more muscly than this, but let's just say he's 85 kilos, yep. right? Yep. On a Tuesday training, he'd come out to Thursday, he'd be 95 plus. 95 plus. Easy. Right. And if he was if he was 190 centimeters, he'd be 194 minimum. All right, cool. He I'll gets bigger and bigger every time I see him. Anyway, I, I've, I have to agree with that. <laughs> I've, got, I've got no argument to that. I digress. <laughs> um, <laughs> best players, best sixth best Chuck Canny, who was awesome back there. Dog Williams in at fifth best, always hard at the ball. Mm-hmm. Our man sticks in at fourth. Um, Forsey third with six goals, yep. very good. Um, the man that's burst onto the scene, Max Reed. Yep. In at second best, and our good friend Adam Zenny in at best. Zentendo. Zentendo. Zenten. Have who, you seen um who, on on the SA footballer video mm. thing that toasty bloke? He's not gonna yeah. be happy with Force getting the best. No. Oh yeah, I did say that. Yeah, no, he's not gonna be happy with that. <laughs> toasty but, would not. Well, be happy if he's about listening that. to this, Zenny had twelve touches in the first quarter. Yeah, toasty cop that, mate. So, cop that. Yeah. Anyway, that. <laughs> good win. <laughs> good win for the boys. Good day. We move on. Um, and let's introduce our guest. This, yes. one, this one's one that we've, we've probably wanted for a while, I think. Yeah. Um, what a story he has. What a story, yeah. It's, a, it's, something, it's a change of pace for us. It is. Definitely. It is. Um, but it's something that I, I felt that we, well, we both felt we, we needed to tell. Yeah. We needed him to tell as well. So welcome to the show, Vinny Zito. Vinny. Absolute superstar here. Vinny, Vinny Zito, welcome to the show, mate. How you going, boys? I'm going Very great. Good. I'm going great. Um, so start off with, how long have you been out at the club? Um, since say 2017. Okay. So after year 12. Yeah. So the fourth year this year. Yeah. So I actually heard a bit about your first game tonight from Nettie Cannon. Oh yeah, right. Rough game. Um. Yeah. Didn't find the footy at all. At all. Didn't get. No. Didn't even touch it. Didn't like, touch it. Not even. So no disposals. But you didn't even touch it no. at all. That's Net. all. That's almost a Breda 2012 grand final, isn't <laughs> it? it? Is, for it Payne is. and Falcons. Payne and Falcons in, in the losing grand final. I did have absolutely none of the ball. But um, yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> what about your favourite game over over those few years? Um, geez, well, I'd say probably Uni first round this year. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty good. good one. Yeah, didn't play in the in the grand final last year, but knocking them off this year, it's pretty satisfying after yeah last year. So anyone beating Uni is always good. Yeah, we hate Uni. Always, yeah. we hate Uni. We hate Uni. And what about your least favourite game over the time? Um, probably this year again in the D grade against Uni in the fours. <laughs> <laughs> so cop out there, a bit windy, and then yeah, it's copped an absolute. Bath that was a rough day from yeah. the boys, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and who's your favourite person now at the club, Vin? Um, probably, probably say Jackie Meyer. 
Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. He's a good man, isn't he? He's, he's pretty good. Real good player. One of the world's nice people, I say. Yeah. Him and Will Myron, the back flank for the B grade this week. Something in that. Yeah. I kind of like it. I do like it. Um, And what do you do for work, mate? Um, Do a bit of construction labouring for old man, family business, and then in between uni, doing construction management. So, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. More on that later. More on your Definitely. work life and later. Most importantly, mate, you're single or taken? Um, I'm taken. Taken. Give her a shout out. Come yeah. on. Up here. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Shout we out. love that. We love that. Um, now, Vin, have you heard about the nickname that we've given you here on All Things Kings? No, you haven't. No. Oh, wow. You said, you, you said you listened. I'm a bit offended by that. Oh yeah, yeah, buddy, buddy. <laughs> That's yeah. It. Here we go. <laughs> what do you think about it? Um, oh, shoot, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like it too. So, Buddy's a pretty flamboyant guy. But, you know, nowhere near as flamboyant as new boots. Nah. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about them and why you chose to pick them up? Um, so, start of the year, thought marking wasn't too good, kicking and everything. <laughs> so, just a little confidence booster men- mentally just to get some new boots. Think, yeah, hopefully go pretty well with them. And then they seem to have done the trick, but not with the kicking aspect sort so of thing. They, so, they've worked with your marking? They've, they've helped with the marking, <laughs> but not with the kicking. So <laughs> Fair enough. Be no. going on that down there. You can't yeah. really concentrate. Fair enough, mate. I mean, good. it works for forced. Yeah. So <laughs> true. And no Jackie re- C this week. And yeah, Jackie that's C. Yeah. <laughs> no reason it won't work for you, mate. Um, now you mentioned a bit earlier that you work for your family's construction company. Yep. Um, how much longer until you're the top dog there? Oh, <laughs> um, a fair few years down the track. My grandfather is 80 and still working at the moment. Jeez. My old man's 50, 52. So I think he's got a bit left in the tank. I yeah, think. I reckon. Yeah. So yeah. Long, long way away. Now, on that, I guess if it doesn't work out with the construction business, you could always fall back on your TikTok, couldn't you? Um, <laughs> not too sure about that one. It's not too gone too good at the moment. How many followers have you got? Um, I think 13 odd thousand. That's, that's 13,000? Yeah. Is that like normal for TikTok? I have I'm no not idea. I'm not on it. <laughs> it's just, yeah, a couple of good videos when I think one's got eight, just over 800,000 <laughs> and the other one's got <laughs> 670 at the moment. 800,000? What are they off in? Um, this old labourer that we use for work got a pretty big, pretty big stomach and just a real Aussie, good sense of humour. So it doesn't take much to piss him off and, and get him up and about. Oh, that's I have seen the videos. Have you seen it? I think I, I think I've seen that one. Actually. They're, they're yeah. very very funny. <laughs> got a couple of good didn't, ones. Lined it's inappropriate to say what he said yeah. on the pod, oh, yeah, but but right. it is hilarious. Oh, it looks like that. that is it's hilarious. Eight hundred thousand. That's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> wow. All right, so now you're a pretty hard man to catch. We tried to get you on last week, yep. but it couldn't work out. So, But we are lucky enough to get you on a week just after I asked. Why does it take two weeks to book ahead for you to get you out for dinner? Did that come from Neddy <laughs> Kevin? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just He's just quite busy at the moment, so it's hard to get in. Nah, um, you, it's mate? just hard with, with work and, and I suppose uni at the moment and yeah. all that sort of stuff, and then with the girlfriend as well, so... Then also with Nettie, everything's got to work around his schedule, his time frame. If you're meeting him, it's got to be down to the minute to the second. So I think he's, he's partly to blame with that one as well. <laughs> That's we fantastic. Whack, Nettie. Um, and on the topic of dinner, mate, we hear that before Australia played Greece, you had a pretty good feed. Um, yeah, so down in Melbourne, um, aunties live not too far away from this place, does pretty big. Schnitties, so <laughs> knock back a kilo, kilo parmy <laughs> in my prime, and then all the sides and the chips. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was that some sort of challenge? Or nah, it? it was just, it was, uh, you could go, <laughs> could go there and order either the single or the double when they're not for, for two people. And then I ordered the sing, uh, the double and then the ladies, are, oh, you want me to bring a take home box after? I was like, nah. Leave it here, got it down and then walked to the, to the game after and then smashed three or four. I think jam donuts <laughs> for dessert. So how did you feel? You so I was sick. pretty good after that. That <laughs> <laughs> was the game. Yeah, sounds like my type of night. Yeah, sounds like type of night. Great yeah. night. What, what about that night that we went out for dinner? Yeah. You ordered pizza and a pasta, and yeah. you, you're thinking like, oh, I got Jack, Jack was talking the biggest game ever about how I, much you could eat, and he couldn't even get through the pizza. That's could, bull crap. Get I got through. through the pizza I, got, at all, I got through all the pasta and got through about half the pizza. No yes, way, I no could way get at all. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and just on that, I guess yeah. with your you know your eating abilities, can you tell us about your wings challenge? Ah, oh, yeah, right. Um, so there's <laughs> Maxi Rollins' 18th birthday. I think he just wanted to go out for six dinner. Rollins, yeah, six Rollins, Rollins logs. Um, with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we went down to Cooper's Ale House. We think yep. there was six of us there, and we decided we'd order 200 wings between the, the six of us and a couple of bowls of chips. So we went in, ordered them. I went in and ordered them with, I think, sticks. The man himself um, told the guy 200 wings, and he just looked, gave me the most like disgusting look. No <laughs> chance. He was pretty much writing us off from the start, and then, yeah, just hit it hard, and then... There was a fair few left at the, when everyone else was struggling, so I had to get them down, and then it's worth it when he came out afterwards and, yeah. and saw they were Look all gone. Face. How, <laughs> how, many, how many do you reckon you got down by um, It was between 60 and 64. Oh, my <laughs> God, man. You're an animal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. got to oh, chill out, that mate. fantastic. I heard about when Nettie and Harmsy might have taken your jet ski out for a spin. Um, yep, so <laughs> the day Can you tell us a bit about that? Day out in Pondy, I think Nettie and Harmsy decided to be good. So we left here at four, four or something in the morning to get down there. Oh, um, dropped them in to the surf. I was cruising around and then in the end we came back in and then Harmsy wanted to take it out for, for a spin themselves. So I told them to jump on the not jump on the back like they went out themselves and then plodding along all these big waves rolling in all of a sudden just hear this massive thud like i mean they both nearly came off and then i don't know my heart sunk i just thought they completely destroyed it out bottom of the york peninsula would have been a rough day and then they eventually came back in and pretty relieved so, so. The day. Yeah. so the day and also i've heard about um so you know you, you live a time at york peninsula am i yeah. right in saying so is that coinciding with why you're not decided to come up for your trip so far um may may or may not be a reason. So I've, I've heard that you could be fishing on the. Yes. You're thinking you could be fishing on the days we're going to footy trips. Yeah, so there is a like there <laughs> is a possibility for <laughs> down there for that weekend, but I think with the boys at the moment, I think that fishing trip might have to be postponed <laughs> later <laughs> on. So, yeah. Fair enough, babe. So a few years back, Vinny. Yep. You were diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yep. Yep. And um, so it's a form of blood cancer. Do you mind if we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So um. Just tell us, mate, how long ago was it and how old were you at the time? Um, so it was back in June 2019, just turned 19 as well. So, yeah, pretty pretty yeah. strange way to kick off after your birthday, but I suppose it, it was what it, it is what it is and, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, mate. And if you wouldn't mind, you know, letting all the listeners know and us as well, yeah, sure. um, what led to the diagnosis and what were the symptoms that you felt at the time? Um, so, say two weeks before... Um, just at old man, the old man's work and standing in my uncle's office and he's just asked me, oh, what's that big thing in your neck? And I've just got no idea what he's talking about. So went into the bathroom, had a look in the mirror and there was uh, probably, I'd say, 
egg size lump just under the left jaw. Oh wow! Yeah, so went and got that checked out pretty quickly at the end of the week, and because I'd been sick for had this cough and what what not for say a month before that, the doctor was pretty confident that it was just a swollen lymph node from that and then it'll be good and so but just as a precaution she's a superstar um sent me for an ultrasound and then yeah so with a biopsy note as well at the bottom of that so i think was that was on the friday then that following wednesday went for biopsy obviously they didn't like what they saw with the ultrasound so just as a precaution they took a couple samples with the with the biopsy and then yeah later that friday went to went back to the doctor and yeah unfortunate uh, results uh, so uh, like for that doctor yeah it was very yeah. very good work from her and it was such a short period of time as yeah, well i suppose so that's amazing so yeah. when, when you're given the news of the di- diagnosis did it like i mean did it sort of put everything on pause and like make you rethink your priorities in terms of your life and stuff um it did later on further when through treatment and everything but that initial initial diagnosis is i don't know as bad as it sounds like in my own head like when you have a something like that in your neck you tend to go to dr google and yeah and try and have a suss what they think so i went on there and obviously saw that was a that was possibility so in my own head had a gut feeling that's what it was so leading up to the appointment i was you, you were shocked, but I sort of expected it. So it wasn't wasn't too bad. But then, yeah, after that, it's just you, you realise you know, got footy at that stage. I had probably been pretty into my fitness and everything. So I was losing some weight and everything like that. So that sort of put that on pause. And then footy got put on pause, social life. So it was quite difficult seeing everybody go out and whatnot. And then realising that, well, for the next three, four months, it's going to be pretty quiet. But it's just something you had to do and focus on on myself so yeah absolutely yeah. mate and um so what once you were given the diagnosis mate what were the next steps that your doctors gave you like what was the yeah what was next after that yep so on that friday it was a friday morning and then so the doctor she made a referral to, to see a doctor at the adelaide cancer clinic the following week at some stage it wasn't going to be they hadn't worked that out yet so but then so got home from that then obviously told Nettie and then he was first one to come over probably be there reassure me and everything like that because obviously Tommy Emmett had it just just got better from his as well so he's giving me some confidence and making me slow down realize I suppose in a way and then when he was over mum came out and said oh we're gonna go to the see the specialist now they've squeezed you in um, obviously because I was young and they wanted to get on top of it pretty quickly mm-hmm. so went over there they hadn't done full testing on it so they were waiting for a couple of results but that was just an initial um, I suppose this is what it could be this is what your options might be like reassuring you it's pretty good like very good chance of like curing it and mm-hmm. and whatnot so the tests from that they came back and they wanted more clarity, I suppose. So I had to go see a doctor and get that cut out so they could properly dissect it mm, yep. and work it out. And when they pulled it out, it was like two or three lymph nodes together and I think he just, yeah, it was like an egg, egg oh, shape wow. when he pulled it out. But it was pretty good, half an hour surgery and then out of there. And then following that, it was just a bunch of testing. So within 24-odd hours um, after the surgery, straight back to the Adelaide Cancer Centre uh yeah for a day surgery we had to take a a biopsy out of my spine just to test the bone marrow and everything like that so to make sure it hasn't spread it hadn't spread anywhere else so and then so that was good and then i had a week or so to recover and then i had to go for a p 
PET scan. Oh, sorry, the PET scan was before the surgery, and that was just to determine like the hot spots and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But from that, they just saw it was just that one spot in my neck. Um, then from the bone marrow tra- uh, transplant, the bone marrow sample, they found it well, hadn't gone in there, and the scans and everything were all good. So they diagnosed it stage one A, just to my neck. And then from that, um, doctor, they couldn't decide between two. I think it was diffused large B cells, the lower end of the spectrum. Dis- yeah, I was, I was looking at yeah. some of that stuff today. I was trying to work out the difference between them. But yeah. yeah, so it was obviously non-Hodgkin's diffused large B cell was one they were thinking it was mm. like it behaved like. And then the one up from that was probably one of the quickest reoccurring ones, most aggressive you could get was Burkitt's. So and. So they had a bit of characteristics of both and everything. So they decided to treat me for the Burkitt's one, which obviously yeah. more hospital in stay, very like, I suppose, stepped up form of treatment from the other one, from the other option, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty, pretty, I don't know how you describe it. Is it it's hard in the moment to yeah. to see what you're, what you're going to potentially be put up through but in the end of the day you'd rather be treated for the worst or the more severe out of the two so do you know um if it was the worst one yeah that's what they they ended up diagnosing it as yeah so on everything it was yeah burkitt's non-hodgkin's lymphoma so yeah sure so i mean you mentioned a bit there but like what sort of stuff is going through your head at that time is it like yeah um so yeah at that stage it's um I was trying to remember back now. It's yeah, a long it's time. But, yeah, you start thinking a million and one thoughts coming through your head. You're not sure, am I going to get through, like, all that sort of stuff. Like, what does that mean? And you're just trying to just think over in your head. And then back to Tommy Emmett and then, then all that, that reassurance. It's just like, well, look at him. He's He was he got, he pulled through. Yeah. Um, and the way they treat it and everything is very curable. And then because mine was the – more or they did treat it as the most aggressive one that means that they had a higher chance to cure it just because when when they give you the chemo the the non-aggressive ones uh, lay dormant i suppose in a way so when they give you the chemo the chemo only targets the actively reproducing cells so if it was a a non-aggressive one, I suppose. Then the ch- when you're having the chemo, there's a good chance that a lot of the cells were laying dormant and they weren't getting killed or killed or yeah, killed off. But with mine, it was it doubled every 25 hours. So whatever you have, 25 hours later, doubled and then so on and so on. So yeah, right. wow. that was what the doctor. I was pretty confident with it. Said, oh, within say, if you go a year to two years, like you're done like you're all good after that just because the chemo and the intensity and however it was in the hospital that in stay all that time in hospital when the drugs they give you it was specific so there's a good chance it's going to kill them all because they reproduced really quick sure. yeah and you mentioned there so was it chemo the main treatment for yeah for this yeah so the the first option so the diffused large b cell was that it was a 21 day cycle mm-hmm. where so you went in on the first day they gave you all your drugs and then that was it for the 21 days. And then the one that I undertook was the the Burkitt's one and that was hospital in stay for five days. So they give you a bag, all these different bags for the first five days. Then they'd sort of wait for you, they'd send you off home, wait for your white blood cells to, to drop. And they'd bring you back in for a big dose of, it was a 24 hour infusion of this, I think it was, it was called methotrexate, which was the, the big, the main, the hardest one. 
out of all of them. And then also with that was some spinal injections because the Burkitt's had the a tendency to possibly enter the spinal central nervous system and all that sort of stuff. And the chemo that they gave you minus the injection so the other stuff didn't get into that sort of stuff into the central nervous system so they had to manually go in like with injection and inject the chemo in that yeah, just well, as a precaution sort well. of thing so that was probably yeah the most difficult bit that second instay one so it was five days at the start a couple of days home and then it was between 10 12 days or say i say the max was 12 or 11 or something like that for the second bit and then three four days at home and then back again so i was just waiting for the white blood cell counts to re-kick your immune system to start going again and then they just hit hit it again so there was no radio with that one required which was yep. which is pretty good That's so i did had at the end of that was four cycles at the start i did undertake one cycle of the of the diffused large b cell which was just that one one day in the 24 and the 21 day cycle was just you go there at the start so that was just as a precaution at the start just to give me something just to help i suppose in a way so yeah just the three cycles no radio just chemo okay yeah. um so there would have been some very tough times yeah. through that for sure so like what sort of support system did you have around you and yeah. um how important was that to you and i guess how did you like cope yeah. through it all um like yeah support was pretty key through that through the whole ordeal um the family was probably the number one thing every night i was in hospital um they were there like after school my sister's after uni as well they'd come spend the the night up until like 9 30 10 after work dad would come and then mum would be there all day with me and then she spent i think every single night with me on the pull out couch next to me as well so it was a superstar wow. throughout that whole thing and then also just yeah the mates like Nettie, jackie meyer all those sorts of boys out here um probably the biggest biggest ones and a few other mates from school but having them come over when you're when you're at home you can't go out and everything like that it's just yeah it made a big difference distracting you from a from thinking about it in a way and but and then there are times in that where you don't really want to see anyone and all that sort of stuff and then to give ned credit for this one because he was probably the main one when it came to this um first week in hospital was was pretty difficult and then he him just coming in was like, i didn't want to see anyone and then he messaged my sister said oh look i'm coming in to see him no ifs or buts came in and yeah spent a bit of time with me in there which was good and then time to leave when he had to go it's just made, made me realize that you know, when people do come in, they do come in and see you. It is a bit of a distraction that, and it's not as bad as what you're building up in your head. So the support is big, big key part in that. Or otherwise, you're just sitting there in a hospital room watching TV, getting pumped full of shit, and then you're just thinking about yeah the worst sort of options, I suppose. But sure. like you said, the support, yeah, you, especially from the family and then mates as well. It's just I don't know that made it just so much easier. And then obviously. Through Whitey, Bevo and the boys out at the club, like when I said I like, can't come out for to play, can't play for the rest of the season, just the messages you got and then support like, oh, if you need anything, let me know. Like, just those sorts of small messages make a big difference through all that. So, yeah. Uh, so what are some points along the way that really stand out with you? Um, I say the mentality switch was probably the biggest one for me and still is to this day, although it's got its – Pain, oh, I suppose it's a pain in the ass in a way. Um, but the first week in hospital, like the, after the first five days, like you're in there, emotional mess, like you haven't, not really sure what's going on. And then I suppose it's just that one thought in your head where it's put everything aside now. It's like you got to focus for the next three months. And then after that, you're all done. So switch the mindset. It's just like block everything out. 
outside of outside of this come in focus do what you got to do go home and then try not to think about too many things and then yeah I suppose now looking back on it that was crucial with me going through through the the whole process because at the start of that like I said it was an emotional mess like wasn't eating wasn't like drinking I suppose always up in my room like away from everyone so I realized that if I was going to be like that for the whole three months it was just going to be the longest not, yeah it would have yeah. been hell pretty much so mm. it's just I suppose learning how to block out that stuff put it to the side and then looking at the positives and then getting distractions and focusing on other stuff as well that made made a massive difference so that was probably the main thing and then as obviously it went on the the other biggest thing for me that gave me probably most confidence was those injections I was talking about in the spine the chemo injections the my specialist at the t- um was pretty confident that it hadn't gone in there so he eased off on them so that made me think oh like it hasn't gone in there all the chemo it's not going in there so it's just another couple cycles another month or two and then you're done after that so mm. that those two moments probably the biggest ones motivation wise just to to keep going and then yeah sure, got yeah. through at the end absolutely so you mentioning three months was it about three months until yeah. your health got better was it um three months till till from the start of chemo to the end okay. so so start of july was my first round yeah and then so the day before my sister's birthday was the oh i got the all clear so wow. yeah so well, what did that feel like was that just like um yeah it was pretty good very relieving but then also the day before that i got diagnosed as a day before my old man's birthday as well oh, so yeah. it's sort of a bittersweet thing but it's good to end on a on a high note i suppose so yeah i think what was that july or september yeah i got four months so between yeah. the whole thing and then was a couple months after that that it, i had to wait for the blood counts and everything to fully boost again like to get my immune system out like, i wasn't allowed to go outside work because like just touching a little bit of dirt you could get a bacterial infection and then see you later so back in hospital so it's pretty serious stuff um so has led to you like living life any differently nowadays um probably now it's more of a i say if i'm not gonna if i'm doing something for other people like i don't i'm not gonna do it to make other people happy i suppose in a way i want to do what i want to do i suppose because that makes you realize that life's very unpredictable Mm. And yeah, so you might as well do what I want to do for through it all, and because you never know like that, you never know what's going to come up or, or anything yeah. like that. So it definitely does change your perspective on life. So yeah, and I use uni as an example at the moment. As much as family and grandparents all that want me to stick stick out, do my honours year, and I've got, I've got the option to do my third year and then go and work after that. So I was sort of using that mentality. It was just like I want to, as much as I don't want to disappoint anyone, but I got to do what I want to, what makes me happy and. Yeah. And sort it's of completely yeah, fair enough yeah. through that experience, and then yeah. like so, I mean, through everything, do you have any like takeaways that, like a bit of advice? Yeah, that yeah, you yeah, can, yeah. Like, yeah. do you have any advice that uh, through yeah. the whole experience that yeah. you can take away and I guess impart on the yeah. listeners? Something you'd you'd preach to people, I guess, yeah. if you could. Um. Yeah. So out of that whole process, um, just realizing that despite what you think. Is probably the worst situation there's always going to be positives in that and then also just having a good mentality and and everything like that to being able to deal with and, and put the the bad stuff aside to focus on the on the positives and everything like that make the the big difference out of everything so i suppose that's probably the main thing that i'd say and then 
obviously, like you said before, we got the support and everything like that. And there's always going to be people around you who, who, when you are going through a difficult time, they don't want to. They do message you, they do ring you, they do sort of pester you in a way. But looking back on that now, you think they only do that because that they they care they, 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 they care. And then so don't if something isn't going quite right for you, don't block out the the help, which is what I did at the start. So looking back on it now, it's just, yeah, appreciate when people do look out for you, send your messages, give you calls and that sort of stuff because they do do it out of the goodness of their heart. So, sure, you've been, so I mean, this is a completely different tangent, but you've yeah. been back, back playing footy for a couple of years yeah. now. So you're just so glad to be back, you know, especially going through all of that, you know, yeah. back back out with the boys and stuff. Yeah, um, a big relief coming out after that. I think the... I think the week before I got the all clear, we had our end of season dinner. Yeah, and no, I remember seeing because I remember yeah. you, you walking in and you were with like town and stuff, yeah. and because I, I, I had no idea about what you're going through and, and everything, and how you, had, you had your head yeah. shaved and everything, and I remember you walking in, it's like, who is that guy? Like, who's this like old dude that then some mates with? And somebody told me, and she was like, yeah, yeah, and it's then so I, I found out a few months later, I was like, wow, that's that's yeah. amazing that you were there, but yeah, but yeah, no, nah, it's a very very big different appearance wise yeah. yeah so fair enough but yeah it's so just coming back out there like i think that was two three weeks after my last round of chemo sure. and then just to be out there with the boys and everything like that being in that environment and then from that building into i suppose pre-season the next year and then last year and then back to this year again it just makes you realize that all of that i suppose in a way what the time you spend away not focusing on everything was worth it because it's not going to go away from you. I suppose it's always going to be there, all you boys, the club and everything like that. So even though it was three, four months out, it's not going to make a big difference. And then, yeah, being back out here now, just loving it, the culture, the amount of people who come out here at the moment. So, yeah, it's just it's changed so much since when from back then, I suppose now. <laughs> yeah, it's just a completely different club. Definitely has changed, yeah. 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 Would, so would have been a big difference coming from <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly. laughs> before and after, yeah, for Definitely. sure. Well, I mean... I guess that's all we got time for. Is there anything you want to leave us with before you go? No, that's it. Brilliant, mate. Cheers, well, for, cheers for having me on, boys. No, mate, no, thank you so much for having me on, coming on. That's, it's been absolutely amazing. Probably one of my favourite interviews yeah, no, we've had. You've been fantastic, Vin, and um, yeah, you, I mean, that's bloody inspirational stuff and you should be super proud of yourself, obviously. Cheers, I'm sure you don't need to hear it from us, but yeah, hopefully, um, I'm sure everyone listening will definitely take something away from that, Brad. Yeah, definitely, mate. So thanks so much for coming on. No worries, thank boys. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Well, Kaz, what a story. Wasn't that great, Brad? Um, yeah, it was bloody inspirational, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it's just, yeah. A bit different for us. Eye-opening, a bit different to talking shit with the boys for yeah. an hour every week. You know, it was good to see both sides of Vinny there. Yeah. Bit mm. of a laugh, but then also hear about, you know, that amazing story of his yeah. too. And what a well-spoken man as well. Yep. He speaks well, got a good story to tell, and um, yeah. I think that's just a reminder of, you know, if you, know, you feel any irregularities in your body go get them checked out as soon as possible because yeah i mean you said how important that was for him getting it checked early so be sure to do that because um yeah for obvious reasons i guess not much to wrap up with. not really brett yeah just uh some housekeeping obviously of course the quiz night coming up one of the best nights of the year yeah it's gonna be great mate the best night in june and i'm a big quiz guy you're a big quiz guy got lots got a big brain what what's your specialty like what sort of category literally anything Really? Anything to do with the world. Anything. I can answer. Anything. I'm the smartest person. Capital of Ethiopia. Sorry? Capital of Ethiopia. Ni- Nigeria, mate. <laughs> no problem. Good stuff, Give mate. me more. Get me off my table. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it should be a fun table. night though, mate. 
No, it will be a very good night. A couple beers and um, get your parents along too. Because that's going to be a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, my parents are going. My parents will be going too. Cool. Katrina will never turn down the chance to be at a King's event. So um, it's going to be a good night. Let's have a few beers and let's buy our tickets. ASAP. ASAP. All right. And um, Hope Valley this week. Bit of a grudge match for the boys. Yeah. Bit of a grudge match for the club. Um, yeah. Important week for all grades. So let's try and get let's try and get five wins again. That'd be great. Yeah, definitely want five wins. Five wins is always good, Brads. Yeah, cool. What, what's on the what's on the agenda for tonight? Uh, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We forgot to mention this earlier. We can put it off on the socials <laughs> as well. Garrett, tell everybody what you purchased yeah, over so the weekend. In case you, I haven't told you yet. <laughs> you I'm, I'm very proud of it. Very, very proud. Um, bought a scooter on the weekend, a little 50cc scooter. Not, not a Razor scooter. Not a Razor scooter. <laughs> Got plenty of them at home, <laughs> which I still whip out every now and then. But no, the the um, a motor scooter, mate, motorized yep. scooter. So a little fifty cc petrol, four stroke scooter, which um I purchased because because <laughs> you had taking public transport. Well, that um, first world problems, mate. Don't like public <laughs> transport, and I didn't want to have to go out during lunch to rub <laughs> to rub the chalk off my tires. So um yeah, bought a scooter which I can just. Park, park, up up, park up out the front of work. It's literally right out front of the free? building. So free? Free. free parking all day. Amazing. Um, tops out at 55 k's an hour, so I'm a bit of a liability in the traffic sometimes. Fair enough. But no, I love it. It's great fun. Nice. Dog and I are going to go on Sunday rides yeah, together. Yeah, I was about to ask that. Yeah, Dog and I have got plans, big plans. Things Sterling way? Of, Sterling way? Yeah. If we <laughs> make, you imagine <laughs> us going up the freeway. Yeah. Um, when are you going to get me on the back? Oh, we've got lots of people who have requested drives <laughs> on the back beds. Um but yeah, maybe Dog and I will do a double date with the with the missus, taking, oh, taking somewhere special down in Glenelg or something. That'd be great. I'll meet them in my car. I've got, to, I've got to ride home after this, ride it here. Yeah. Um, it's nice and wet. Been bucketing down the rain, so <laughs> if, I'm not, if I'm not home in 15 minutes, you know to yeah, just mess everybody get home. <laughs> give my parents a buzz and let them know something's gone wrong. Mess everybody get home. But no, nah, it's good fun, Brad. Yeah, cool. All right, and um, that's all we've got time for tonight. It is. Great show. It is, was a great show. Very meaningful. We just keep ticking them off. Keep ticking Indeed. them off. Keep In ticking them off. Here. Number 30, big one. Big one. All right. I love you, bro. I love you too. Good luck on the ride home. Thank you. Bye.